Hello, Meathead Hippie listeners. I'm your host, Emily Schramm, personal trainer, nutritional therapy practitioner, and a serial entrepreneur, just helping you empower yourself. I love doing these podcasts. And if the audio is a little wonky, it's because I just moved. So we bought a house. I feel so adult. And this weekend was quite the weekend. We started packing on Saturday at 1 p.m. and we're fully moved by Sunday at 1 p.m. So catching up, my adrenals are total shit. Uh, I can't find my laptop charger. I can't find my car keys, yet I am so in love with all of you. And also I'm in love with talking about adrenals that it just made sense to bring a guest who is from my adrenal repair program of the Body Awareness Project. If you're not familiar with this, the Body Awareness Project is a box of essentials and a online course that really pulls together all the components of a specific topic. And so, so far I have launched skin specifically with acne or anybody that's dealing with eczema or just weird ass skin issues, tying in hormones and gut health and, you know, skincare products and what that looks like. But something that is more relevant to me, especially today, and this week is about adrenals and what adrenals are and how we can be in a stressed out place, whether we own our own income, like do we basically call the shots all the time and we're our own boss? Do we just constantly live in a world of fight and flight or freeze? Are we having a hard time being creative because we're not creating from abundance? We're creating out of fear, fear of what's next, what our next paycheck is, what our next launch is going to be, you know, all these thoughts that are so important to talk about and nobody was doing it. And I was like, this is everything. I want to get to a place of creating from abundance. I had all these issues with my hips, SI pain, glutes weren't turning on realizing that that was so connected to my adrenal health, going on the right protocol, but more importantly, learning what was causing my adrenal stress. It's just something I'm very passionate about. So I am going to link below everything, including the Instagram for the Body Awareness Project, which has a lot of information just on the page, audio clips, sound clips. I'm going to link, link former podcasts that are talking about adrenals, specifically not just for entrepreneur, but for anybody that's having a hard time losing weight or feeling feeling good in their own skin, having a hard time waking up, you know, those like right now, like realizing, gosh, I'm on my second cup of coffee and it's not working. My third cup of coffee, it's not working. These moments of, oh, my adrenals aren't in a good place. And when you get to that place, body awareness, you can prevent yourself from falling off the cliff. I do say it takes a lot of falling off the cliff to know where your edge is. And that's something we have to release guilt and shame about because everyone is going to go through this at some point, whether they're launching something new, they go through a very traumatic event, whatever it is, we all are human and we all have an adrenal system that's meant to handle a lot of stress, but there's just sometimes one little pebble too much that tips us over the edge. And so 
I wanted to bring Liz in because I am back in that balanced state of, okay, I moved houses, uh, I'm changing all the things and I'm working out really hard and yet I still am not getting to my emails and, oh, shoot, I'm being bad at my job. And, you know, we so easily go down this rabbit hole of like being superwoman and superman. And I wanted to bring her on to talk about what she does best, what she really talks about, which is so fun because you're going to love her. I really think with Liz specifically, so I want to read her bio, but then I also want to talk about a little bit more of her three S's. So Liz is from Kauai, which is the most magical place in the world. Uh, she started and is a business owner. So she runs uh, this incredible adaptogenic company. So she even has like guap for entrepreneurs. It's called Laka Living. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of this with her history of anxiety, disordered eating, toxic food patterns. It led her to a massive reprogramming of her approach to wellness. Wellness should never be vanilla. Percolating consciousness from within is a delicate balance of movement and connection and eating right for your own body. She started Laka Living to help build a bridge from uninformed to hyper in tune through product design, raw delivery, and simply steeping in the fact that no one, even her, knows everything. Laka Living is an exotic approach for 20-somethings and older to go above and beyond their current idea of living well. And I just am in love with following her, whether it's on Laka Living or Liz Smithers. Uh, it's just very powerful stuff. It's really cool to see people that are creative entrepreneurs tap in and know that it's not just food, not just supplements, it's mind, body, intuition, and these three S's that she's going to talk about today. If the, again, if the audio is a little wonky, I apologize. It's kind of a throwback and we're doing my best without my podcast <laughs> equipment and a dead laptop. So, um, thank you for your patience on it. I think it's going to be okay, but I just, you know, I'm a perfectionist. So, I just have to say that. Okay. Lastly, before we get into this, I am so excited because I have like my first official sponsor, which is just so cool. So I am a huge believer in only talking about and only working with companies that I use and I have used consistently because it's just, it makes no sense for me to do these plug and plays. And I've been so picky about Meathead Hippie Podcast sponsors because I do Meathead Hippie Podcast, not for money, but because it's so damn fun. It's a way for me to connect with you guys and talk about things and have good conversations like we're having coffee together or tea together. Um, so I am really happy. I found Ned, Ned CBD, actually at an event and the packaging the people, the founders, everything about it is like just so in alignment with even what Liz, Liz's bio is like, it is so much more about awareness and tapping into things. And when you look at CBD and how big it's blowing up, it is really hard to know where to go and what to get. And if it works and all these questions and Ned answers them for me and they will answer them for you as well. It is very simple 
only two ingredients, hemp extract and an organic MCT oil, no flavoring. So it tastes like real CBD. You can tell that they did a good job with not adding anything. Even though sometimes people don't like the taste of a real plant, you should get to like that taste. And it's like, it's usually because we're too consumed with flavored things. So we got to cut those out anyway. Um, I love it because it's all grown by hand. The hemp in a 12 acre homestead in Colorado by farmer Kurt and his two dogs, Winston and Tootie. It's just everything about it. The It's just so good. And so there's different like milligrams basically of how strong you want to go with CBD. You do have to take a significant dose for you to feel the effects. So we'll dig into in a different podcast, a little bit more about the endocannabinoid system. This is actually, if you are doing or have done my adrenal repair program, this is talked about extensively about how CBD can help with anxiety and with bringing our system down in the ways it needs to. Our body is very intuitive. So it's really cool to have something that helps amplify what we already have. And that's what CBD is all about. Uh, so I'm really excited. They are my first official sponsor of Meathead Hippie Podcast. And if you guys are interested in trying them out, you can just use the code Meathead Hippie for 15% off of your first order, which is so fun because it's just, it's the best name ever for a CBD company. So uh, let me know if you guys have any questions on that. And without further ado, this is taken from the Body Awareness Project Part 2, which is Adrenal Repair with Liz Smithers from Laka Living, talking about the three S's of success. And I think you guys are going to love it. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Staying on track with the entrepreneur journey, I really love some of the things just really resonated with me. I wish I had them pulled up so I could read, but I'll have, I'll link it so people can go follow. Um, I just want you to address, because I haven't talked about this in the course as much. We talked about chakras, but with the spiritual and emotional necessities uh, for the entrepreneur, like some of those those checklists, those must-haves. And I know you have like the three S's that I just named the yeah. three but talk to us about those because I feel like you know, there has to be some sort of give, right? When we, we know our cap, we're getting close to that cap. We're going to get burnt out. We're doing what we can nutritionally with our sleep or maybe not with our sleep, but nutritionally and with adaptogenic herbs. But like, what are the three that you have to check into uh, with those three? Yeah. Yeah. So the three S's, so sleep, sex, and space. These are three things that I've really found that have just kind of brought me back to myself. I mean, we tend to get so lost in this whole process, but, um, so starting with the first one, sleep. Oh my gosh. Sleep is like, I try and take part in free wellness. What I call as much as possible. Sleep is like free wellness. It's like the time that your brain detoxes what it doesn't need from the day and basically re resets itself. So sleep is absolutely critical. Don't listen to recommendations of you must get eight hours a night. You might get five or you might get 10. It's like totally dependent on what you have coming up, what your past week was, sleep and streamline your sleeping environment. Like get a sleep mask, put it on a sound machine, whether it's white noise. I think they have like pink noise now. Anyways, Ooh. streamline your sleeping environment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's monumental to our existence, right? It's like if we wake up and we haven't slept enough, not only are we going to 
be reaching for too much more caffeine than we need to, but our, our signaling going back to the signaling is going to be all off. And yeah, so many things. So sleep is first S. Um, the second one is sex. So not only to <laughs> also to test how effective our adaptogen regimen or our <laughs> basically our equation or algorithm is, I really found that getting sexual and I'm so happy that this is not a taboo or maybe it is and I'm just breaking barriers now. But no, I love getting, it. Yeah, like per, like sexual with yourself or with your partner, it takes you out of like this screen-centered world that we live in. And it's like, okay, here I am, here's my flesh and maybe here's my partner's flesh. And like, this is actually a chemical connection taking place. And it's, it's like practicing that exchange of energy. So I just find that it really helps bring you back to, yeah, a more human state instead of just the stimulation from a screen. So I love it. I'm going to send you, I did this podcast recently because I felt the same way. Like it, it, this is too taboo for so many people. Right. So like, how do we break it? And I, one of my favorite things that this lady I did a podcast with, she, her name's Irene Fair. And she said, you know, a lot of people, they like can't tap into pleasure. And so they're thinking like, how do I have more pleasure? How do I have more pleasure? And yeah. trying to like, they're trying to check all the boxes of like, how do I get in the place to receive pleasure instead of just doing things that feel good, like start with the pleasure and then it'll turn into this really beautiful cycle versus just like searching for the answers of like, Oh, I don't Uh know. I have so many walls or with your partner, with yourself, you know, all that stuff. So I think it's so, it's so pleasure is, especially what you said earlier about libido and creativity. That's just, it makes so much sense. Well, it just like really puts into, so for instance, like from personal experience, I, just from going through my eating disorder and then like having this hormonal imbalance, like for so long, I didn't have sexual desire, nor did I feel like I was sexually desirable, which is now like I forced myself to kind of turn the tables, but you are going to know if you are doing everything right in your, in terms of lifestyle or fitness, nutrition, whatever, if your ability to tap into your sexual desire is accessible, like if you can't find that you can be sexual or you have any sex drive or you're even aroused, it's like something's, something's wrong. Mm. And so that is one of the things that I realized personally that it's like, okay, there's this huge part of my health that's missing and it's, and it's the sex aspect. And like I, you know, growing up, I wasn't, no one was really exposed to the depths, I guess, of sex talk right? Like we had sex ed, but I'm pretty sure that you were like, your parents were able to opt you out of it too. Or like they kind of just went over the basics of like the uterus. And it was like, okay, this is just, it was never about the emotion. It's always about the consequence, right? Totally. Totally. So if you find that you're like out of touch with your sexual side, then you're out of touch. You're out of touch. And that's a huge part of your, (laughs) your health. That's not being accounted for. Yeah, I'm, so streamline really, your sex. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful you said that. So we have sleep, we have sex, and what's your third S? Okay, so space. This is actually one of the, you know, it's last, but I think that it's the most important one. So you're going to spend a lot of time as an entrepreneur by yourself. You're just going to have to, unless you're some super awesome multitasker person that can build a business in a busy coffee shop. You have to, yeah, no, no. I can't. Again. Me either. Oh, that's the last thing I could do. It would be horrible. My company would be a mess. I, yeah, I have to. In, in case I do, these are these headphones have saved my okay. life because they're like the yeah. 
you just mute everybody out. There's oh, like a little yes. mute switch. <laughs> yes, totally, totally. I need to get those. I need to oh, get those. So good. I find I find that my best ideas and my whether from like a like my best ideas and my biggest breakthroughs and how I'm going to solve a problem or something that arises in the business process, whether it be with another individual, how I'm going to handle it, or within myself or a product flow or whatever it is, it's like giving myself the space and accepting that, you know, it's okay to be in a quiet time in your life and operate in a quiet space to build something really loud is totally okay. And it's monumental to your growth. I mean, even like in terms of personal transformation, I got the most out of learning my passion. You know, people are always like, oh, well, you're so lucky you found out what you want to do and you have your passion, this and that. And, and I tell even some of my friends that will say that, I'm like, okay, I've told you this so many times. You have to be okay with being alone. Be alone and be okay with that. You should be able to go a week without really seeing anyone and just being by yourself and it's okay. Like you don't have to be overstimulated by all these things and people all the time. Like the space is where the growth happens and the space is where the new ideas are created and then you can start taking action on them with other people, not in your own space, but it's like in order to, yeah, create this, I guess like this protective container that you can just start to marinate your ideas and your desires and your dreams in. It's got to be space. Even like with my boyfriend, he gets, <laughs> he feel like you're being so mean to me. I'm like, I just need, like, I don't want to see you until Thursday. Like, I need to be, <laughs> I need to be alone. I need to be alone for a little bit. And that's how I operate best. So again, if anyone's resonating with that, like I best when I have a lot of alone time at this point in my life. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah. I'm Friday. Love. I'm like, woo, let's go out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's perfect because it's true. Space is d- like understanding that space alone, but still checking social and still checking. Yes. Like, I feel like that's what people actually aren't ever alone because as soon as they feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you can see it in line. You can see it in waiting totally. rooms. As soon as oh, they yeah. feel like they don't have someone to talk to and they feel a little uncomfortable, yes. it's like, whoosh. You know, totally. it's crazy. And I catch and myself. Like, me too. Mm. I test myself all the time. If I go down to the beach for a swim or whatever, I'm usually like doing it whenever, like on my own terms. So I don't usually go with people since it's always going to be for like an hour. But I do, I notice like the second I get to the beach, I lay down and for like with, for 10 seconds, I'm sitting there and then I'm like, okay, where's my phone? And I'm like <laughs> looking for my phone. It's like, no, you're literally catching yourself in the act right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's perfect. I mean, I think none of us are perfect. Social media is such an integral part of an entrepreneur. You know, know. and we're so great. I think we're grateful for it, but we have to have a boundary like, and I don't know what that boundary is. I think it's person to person and it's sometimes, but I just, the more you check in on social, the more it becomes that habit. Yeah. Yeah. I find that like just doing all of my social, I mean, sometimes I'll even post like four times in a row within like three hours in the morning, I kind of just get it out of my way in the morning and maybe I'll check like my messages at night. But for the most part, yeah, it just got to be too much where it's like, I have to have a designated time to connect and people understand that now, you know, like if someone's getting mad at you for not getting back to them on a message or something, I mean, it's just, yeah, it has to be understood. And then I try and shut it off by like five o'clock at night. That's when I'm yeah, winding down, turning down the lights, cooking dinner. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, these are good. I really love love these because I think yeah. 
especially the sex and the space, nobody has addressed. And I think they're so important and so real life for all entrepreneurs. I think so many people have had some light bulbs go off, hopefully. And the last thing I wanted, I know that you love and you were in Kauai. So this is just a part of who you are because people that are in in Kauai were drawn there. Like you Uh were meant, you know, it was like something Uh that had to be there. Right. So I think you have more, you're more in touch with this about the nature component and some of your advice for people that we might live in the concrete jungle or we don't have access. What are some of your tips that you do? And then also for people that uh, aren't quite in touch with nature as much as they should be. Yeah. So um, what are some things that you just basically get back into touch with nature? Mm -hmm. Or just Um, some, I would just say like why, I guess why you love it so much and like how helpful it is and just some ideas to get people to get in nature more. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I mean, there's actually, there's tons of studies that even show just walking through a forest is like, or even grounding yourself, earthing yourself, getting your bare feet on the ground is so effective helping to lower our stress and anxiety levels. But you know what? There's just so much power and momentum as we now (laughs) recently are actually probably in everyone's lifetime, they've experienced some type of natural disaster or natural event. It's like, there's so much power and potency and in mother nature and there's so much strength that we can literally absorb just from breathing the air and walking barefoot or even like opening windows or bringing nature inside plants. I know that people live in cities. It's like, there's like, it's so great. I see so many of these plants that can actually bring everything in. I mean, it's just like, it's back to that connection. So if you're in a symbiotic, just connected synergistic relationship with the world around you, you're just going to feel more grounded. I mean, from someone that I'm super Vata for anyone that's out there super um, into Ayurveda. Yeah. I'm very airy, light. I'm very Pitta. I have a little Vata. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lot Vata and a little bit Pitta. Yeah. Um, It's, it's, yeah, it's so essential for me to just walk around outside. I actually do live I live off grid in this kind of giant sleeping porch treehouse type thing. So I'm waking up to really the jungle, but it's, I mean, yeah, even when I've lived in other places, I've lived in cities before and um, I don't know, I guess it's just like really scheduling in and making a point to not walk around with shoes on and not, you know, getting sun on your face. I mean, as simple as that, like without sunscreen. Oh, I think I kind of talked to you. Yeah. I talked a little bit about that. It's like, drop the sunscreen. Like our cells want to absorb UV light. Yeah, not too much, but what kind of human is naturally going to want to sit out in the sun for nine hours? That's, yeah, you're going to probably get skin cancer if you do that, but 22 minutes to an hour a day, like get sun on your face. Like this vitamin D is going to charge your creativity. It's going to stimulate melatonin. Like you're going to be able to sleep better. You're just going to be able to feel more grounded. I mean, we are we are sun energy, whether we're eating the food or the animals that eat the food that got the energy from the sun. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm such a sun. What, are, what should I say? Sun, sun baby, sun goddess. Sun baby. <laughs> sun goddess. Sun goddess. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's so true. It's And it's so interesting. The more you're in tune with nutrition, the less likely you are going to be sunburned. You know? There's yeah, things, exactly. Actually, those fatty acids and the things totally. that people are missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're the people that get so sunburned are the people that have like toxins right below their skin surface. Like their their skin microbiome is toxic. So it's like you see people that are bright red on the beach. It's like yeah, people that have fair skin shouldn't be out. 
in the sun for however long, but like you're not going to get that burned unless your your body's toxic because chemicals burn when they're exposed to sun. So mm. another thing to think about. Yeah, I never clean. thought about that way. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I love it. No. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you so much, yeah. Liz. All right, thanks so much. Thank you.